as here are the Car 3 Athletics Weekly Whip You Football Recap Podcast. As tonight we're going to break down everything that happened from the quarterfinals and the 6A semis. And will it turn out to be a, a very entertaining and wild Friday night across western Pennsylvania. So let's not waste any time. So the Whip Buell 6A semifinals, top seed, undefeated Malibu. Malibu taking on North Allegheny. N.A. trying to get back to Heinz Field and doing it as underdog. This year, Malibu and the big dogs trying to keep it that way. And early on, it's the unsung Blue Devil defense making a play. Eli Heinrich, 40-yard pick six, giving the Blue Devils the early 7-0 lead. And then N.A. would come back with a field goal only for North Al- I mean, Malibu to do what they do. And Joey D. taking it 31 yards on a keeper, making a 14-3 Malibu. Second quarter, though, N.A. hanging around. Andrew Gavlik scored not one but two short touchdown runs. But in between, though, Eli Heiderich doing another big play on a 41-yard power turn. And then it's that Blue Devil defense before the end of the half. Connor Young scoops up a fumble, goes 25 yards to the house, all of them giving the Blue Devils a commanding 28-17 lead. As Joey Daniels did get hurt in this game, he would leave at the half, did not return. But as of right now, nothing serious. He should be good to go for the championship as of right now. That's the word coming out of my lemonade. But in second half, with the backups in, well, the backup quarterback, and excuse me there, Malamon played conservative. The NA defense was physical, but the Blue Devil defense even more physical as no points in the second half. And again, the unsung unit all year for this Malamon team, the Blue Devil D, stands tall. And they and they power Malamon into a 28-17 lead victory to put Malamon in, into the Whippeal 6-8 championship. It's for the first time in quite some time that Malamon football has played in a Whippeal title game. Of course, Bobby Palco third year head of the program, gets him to Heinz finally and with his senior class. So who would they face? Central Catholic, Seneca Valley. And the one thing that the Raiders couldn't have happened was to fall behind big early. And just like the regular season, that's what happened. As Payne Wainer in the first quarter connected with Vernon Siddles for a 11-yard touchdown, and then he scored on a one-yard keeper. And then Donovan Heinrich falls on a Raider fumble in the end zone. And just like that, it was 21 nothing. Teams trade second quarter touchdowns. As Wainer tossed the second one. This is in third quarter. Seneca Valley hanging around. As Sean O'Shea, five yards to Devin Webb, made it 28-14. to But J.D. Younger, who had a heck of a night, made it a three-score game with a nine-yard plunge. And at the end of the quarter, Younger bur- scores on a 61-yard burst. O'Shea would score a keeper in the fourth, but it didn't matter. Central Catholic cruises back to Hines, 42-21. And that sets up a Mount Lebanon Central Catholic title game on Saturday night at Norman High School. Shifting in down now to Class 5A, the semifinals. And this is where we had the drama. This is where we had some heat. As Moon, Woody High squared off once again. And the undefeated top seed, they had to scratch, claw, and bulldoze their way to victory. But they did so as the first quarter on either side score, scored as both defenses stepped up when they had to. We go into the second quarter, though. Moon with a bruising drive, and Ben Bladel caps off an eight-yard plunge. Woody High, though, respond with a long drive of their own, and Deontay Williams on fourth and goal goes in on the one-yard sweep, tying it up at seven. But then after teams exchange turnovers, Moon going to move again on the ground. This time it was Ian Foster, five yards out, that made it 14-7. And then the end of the half, Woody High fumbles in midfield. Tyler McGowan with a couple big pass completions. One of which a 16-yarder to Bladle, who just bowls over Wolverines into the end zone, making a 21-7 moon. That'd be the score at the break. Second and third quarter, the physicality ramped up as both defenses reigned supreme, and the pads were popping in this one. So it stayed the way go. 21-7 going to the fourth. 
fourth quarter. Moon went on a long drive, but a short field trial ended up being muffed. So what do you guys still had a chance? They go down the field in the final minute. John Emmonson with a 45-yard touchdown grab, and he had a heck of a catch and run at the end of it. A failed exploit that kept it 21-13 with seconds to go. Woody Eyes' desperation ended when Moon got the onside kick. McGowan needed at the clock, and Moon survives 21-13. Handled everything they could from scrappy Woody High team. But Moon moving on to the semis. And the senior class, who again lost the heartbreak of the quarterfinals two years ago, had a tough year a year last year. This year, undefeated conference champs, one seat into the semifinals, and one away, one, one away from Hines. Two seed Pentriver to no trouble with the upset mine of Foxes. As Pentriver jumped out to a 21 nothing lead, they led by 35 at the half, and they never looked back as Kadiak Amelie scored on runs of 3 and 55 yards. He also had a 16-yard touchdown catch from Carter Green, who also had two short touchdown runs. Carlin Green had the final score for the Warriors in the fourth quarter as Pentriver cruises 42-14. to But the drama was had in the other two games. His three-seed Pyrechland taking on Peters Township as the Indians struck first lead first quarter. Sam Miller to Bryce Thompson, 49 yards of the house, 7-0 Indians. But Pierre came back quickly before the period expired. Ryan Palmieri doing a great job filling in a quarterback. Finds Alex Gokies on a 10-yard pass. They went for two and failed, keeping it 7-6. The only points of the second quarter came the way of the visitors as it would be Miller back to Thompson, this time 58 yards. It would be 14-6 Peters at the half. Come on, second half, third quarter. The Ram defense locked down Peters, giving up no points. And in the third, Palmieri back to Cookies, 21 yards. But another field conversion kept Peters in front, 14-12, going to the fourth. But then finally, it took a while. But in the fourth quarter, Pyrechland went on a drive. And with 4.44 to go, Ryan Palmieri, seven-yard touchdown on the keeper. The conversion this time would be good as Palmieri punched in giving the Rams a 20-14 to lead and then Leywood and Mayard, Pierce Township moved down the field, got inside the red zone in the final two minutes, but the Rams with a huge fourth down stop they come with a bigger sack later on to ice it and Palmieri and the Rams with all the drama, all the controversy they've dealt with give tip, tip a cap to them as they move on to the semis pulling out a 20-14 to victory and again Pierce Township, the bridesmaids again coming up short Deep into the playoffs, but then the but then the rivalry renewed. Some pegged it as the game of the week. Some pegged it, you know, as a huge one, which it was. Pendles a gateway. This game, talk about momentum swings, but it did not disappoint. As second quarter belonged to the Indians, as Julian Duggar scored on runs of one and thirty-five yards. In between was a Charlie Rossmeyer field goal, and just like that, it was 17-0, the fifth seed in Penn Hills. But come out in the second half, Gateway seemed to flip the script as Julian Duggar dealt with cramps on both legs. He missed a lot of the second half as his absence helped Gateway shut down the Penhills offense. The Gators got it going on their end as Julian Duggar's a star sophomore for Penhills. Well, his counterpart, sophomore quarterback Brad Birch, and led Gateway as first off, Birch hit Patrick Bodie, who took it 78 yards of the house, making it 17-7, giving the Gators some life going into the fourth quarter. And the fourth, Birch threw two touchdown passes the first. An 11-yarder to Arnaz Jordan. A Cole Plask, an extra point made 17-14. And, and then later in the game, as Jordan scored over just about five and a minutes to go, Gary got a quick stop. And then Patrick Barty had two big uh, catches as 
body was scored a 19 or touchdown pass. A failed conversion, though, gave Gateway a 20-17 lead with a couple minutes to play. And then Julian Duggar got himself back in the game when it mattered. His penalties will get it to his own 41 yard line inside the final minute and a half. But then Duggar would be able to scramble a little bit. And he hit Chase Barney for a 41-yard gain, which Barney took it down to the to the gateway three. And that was actually his actually penalties got to the 41 by Duggar scrambling, and then he had the big completion to Barney, who made the catcher run. But then first goal for the three, Amir Key was stopped for no gain. Second down, Duggar had a two-yard keeper. But then third and goal from the one, Amir Key takes a direct snap, and he breaks out the left side for the go-ahead touchdown with 40 seconds to go. Giving Pendles a 23-20 lead after a failed conversion. So Amir Key with the go-ahead one-yard touchdown run. But then Gary wasn't done as yet as Birch and the Gators quickly moved down the field, getting in field goal range. But then they had a chance. Plaskin 30-yard field goal for the tie. The snap, good. The hold, good. Plaskin's kick tailed off wide left. No good. His Penhill storms the field with the expired clock. And Penn Hills walks off dramatic fashion again, 23-20, avenging the regular season loss, and the Indians go to the semifinals. So talk about your wildness and wildness and now, excuse me there, as in shifting to Class 4A. We really didn't have as much drama in this in this class as as top seed Belvert and Cruz past Newcastle after a tough start, as Leopards win 45-20. As Newcastle came in with a puncher's chance, and they showed that, you know, in the first quarter, in the first about in eh, 19 minutes of the game, as Chris Hood threw two touchdown passes, a 40-yarder to Mike Wells gave them a 6-0 lead, but then back came the Leopards on the ground like they've done all year. Quinn Martin in a 31-yarder and gave them a 7-6 advantage. Devin Woodlock with a 4-yard plunge early in the second quarter made a 14-6, but then you'd have Hood finding Mateo Savage on a 16-yarder, a failed run that kept a 14-12. After that, it was all Bill Vernon. As the Leopards scored three touchdowns before the half, as Martin had a five-yard run, Woodlock connected with Logan Huffman for a 30-yard score, then Woodlock with a one-yard keeper. All this giving Belvert a commanding 35-12 edge. Third quarter, Leopards added a field goal. Kavon Garner had an 80-yard sprint. Going to the fourth quarter, it was 38-20. to Newcastle had a little hope, but it went away when Woodlock busted loose for a 75-yard touchdown that iced it. And that's how Bill Vernon goes under, stays undefeated going into the semifinals. Aliquippa, the Quip defense, shut down the Laurel Highlands, and the Quips win 36-0 as they, as they outscored the Mustangs 29-0 in the middle two quarters of the game. As John Tracy had, had two rushing touchdowns, as did Tequie Hayes. Quinn and Good connected with Tajir Thorne for a 44-yard touchdown, and and then Gane Manti added a field goal. Emmanuel Gane Manti, that is. So Quips back into the semifinals. And the magical season for the Laurel Highlands comes to an end. But they go but they go 8-4, winning the program's first playoff game in its 55-year history. Also snapping a playoff drought. And the Mustangs, your losses to Belvert and McKeesport, TJ and Al Quipa, who are the four semifinalists, nothing to be ashamed about. And Ronnie's coming back for one more year. So optimism for that program. TJ and Hampton, Hampton on Dream Ride, undefeated, great relegating champs, number four seed, a chance to go to the semis. But when you have the two time def- the Yucks, when you have, I believe the two time defending, if I'm showing the one, I apologize, defending state champion TJ coming in, a eh, bit of a different story as the Jaguars 
jumped out to a 28-0 lead, and they never looked back. The Jaguars and the Talbot Stream season, TJ Rolls 42-14. The Joey Lesky had five rushing touchdowns in this game. Elias Limicott had the other one for TJ. As Hampton just got off to a bad start, as they fumbled the first play, DeMatteo got picked off. They had another turnover. And it was one of the things where just Hampton dug itself a huge hole before you could blink an eye. It was already 21 nothing, And just against against anybody, let alone TJ, can't can't do that. So TJ Cruz is the five seed. And then McKeesport Armstrong. Teams traded first quarter touchdowns as Caleb Reese and Kate Olsen both passed for the scores. But then second quarter, McKeesport just unloaded as Reese had a one-yard rushing touchdown. Kenneth, Kenneth Thompson had an 11-yard spurt. And then Dennis Jackson, a 50-yard catcher on a halfback pass from Jamil Perriman, all giving the Tigers a 28-7 edge. As Caden Olson come back by throwing and rushing for a touchdown in the second half, Kenneth Thompson had another short run from a keysport. But the Tiger defense stepped up when it had to. The offense slowed it down, and McKeesport grinds his way to a 35-21 win, advancing to the semifinals. We look at Class 3A, where there was even less drama as top seed Central Valley was only up 10 at the half, but they dominate the second half to cruise past these days, 48-6 to the final, as 21 answered in the third quarter, put the game away, and actually, I mean, and actually it was 38 on answer in the second half to ice it, as Prishon Grainer returned to the last kick, 75 yards for these days, only points, as Landon Alexander for the Warriors, Scored on a f- runs of 57 and 10 yards. He also had a 60-yard punt return touchdown. His Antoine Johnson threw and ran for a score. Warriors cruise. Uh, Aberworth over Mount Pleasant 49-7 as, as Aberworth had all 49 points in the first half. And Ian Siam, a first half to remember, as in the first half he had over 220 yards rushing and six touchdowns. Scoring on runs of 20, 21, 10, 73, 76, and 18 yards. Luke Hilliard had the final Amherst points on 28 yards scamper. Robbie Obuda had the only Mount Pleasant touchdown in the third quarter. Elizabeth Ford grinds out of Freeport 14-6. As Devontae Brownfield, Zion Whitehead, the touchdowns respectively in the second and fourth quarter. Warriors defense shuts down, getting a late stop to hold off Freeport and get back to the semifinals. But in the wild game, North Calic and Keystone Oaks. And this game was a little bit drama despite it not looking that way early. This first quarter, Joey Prentice connected with Tyler Mazaz for an 11 yard touchdown. Jack Funnel had an 8 yard run. Just like that, it was 14 nothing. But in the second quarter, we saw 30 points on the board and KO hung 17 of them up. As the crazy third quarter back and forth, as Nick Buckley found Quinn Kenny on a 17 yard pass to make it 14 7. Daniel Long took the ensuing kickback 91 yards for a Trojan touchdown. Then, but then Buckley led another drive. He'd go back to Kenny on an eight-yard pass. It'd be 21 to 14. Prentice would go back to Mazaz for a 30-yard touchdown. But then you'd have a Greg Reiner field goal at the end of the half. It'd be 27-17 Trojans. Teams traded third-quarter touchdowns as Buckley threw two more TD passes. One to Minford, the other actually both them to Minford. My apologies, but. Prentice found Long on a 15-yard pass, and in between Jack Funnel had an 86-yard kick return. And going into the fourth quarter, North Calic was holding on to a 41-31 lead. But the Eagles, they came to fight. They did that as Buckley 
finds Alex Samarin for on a six-yard touchdown pass, cut it to three. The Eagles got to stop the offense move, but they stalled. But then Greg Wagner ties it up with a 37-yard kick mid-fourth quarter. We're tied at 41. Only for North Carolina to quickly go down the field. And Kyle Tipinitsky took a apprentice pass 39 yards of the house, making it 48-41 Trojans. And the NC defense got to stop when it had to have. The offense ran out the clock. And North Calic survives a wild one, 48-41. So I guess you have a little bit of drama there. So North Calic back into the semis. We go Class 2A quarterfinals. Top seed Steel Valley moves on. But it was a grueling one as they beat Southside 28-12. The Ironman scored one touchdown in every quarter. But it did, come, but it did not come without a cost. His star senior running back, Najee Burt, who had a phenomenal senior year, unfortunately breaks his left ankle in midway through the first quarter. So his season's over with. As prayers out to him and his family. For speedy recovery. It's just a shame as he was having a senior year for the ages. But the Ironman responded as... As it, that plus the fact that the Rams took a 6-0 lead on Parker Stavish 26-yard touchdown pa- catch but still had a fall back as Cruz Brookins took the lead as he had two short touchdown runs in the first half as Brody Amashi threw his second touchdown pass, the second one a 46-yard catch run by Shane Hankey as it beat 14-12 at the half and in the second half Steel Valley's defense dominated shutting down the option attack on the Rams Brookins scored on runs of, uh, a 4-yard run in the third and then a five-yard plunge of the fourth iced the game as Ironman rally. Steel Valley wins 28-12 to move on. On that side of the bracket, New Bryan tried for another upset, but it was quickly denied as Beer Falls airs him out as the Tigers jump to a 27-0 in the first. Beer Falls cruises 40-0, moving on back to the semifinals as, as the aerial attack, and it, they don't waste any time. As Jaron Brickner... And Trey Singleton connect for three first quarter touchdown passes of 15, 55, and 22 yards. Isaiah Ashkenbacher at a 32 yard scoring run at the end of the period. Then in the second half, Bruckner would find Quinn Anders Adamson for a 59 yard touchdown. And then Kadir Thomas had a 17 yard run to complete the scoring. The other side of the bracket, two seed Starhawks cruises over Mohawk 62 14, as it was 43 14 at the break, and that'd be it. Isaiah Davis in this game, he scored four touchdowns on passes of 9, 47, and 40 yards. He also had a six-yard run. As Drevon Miller-Ross caught a touchdown. Jamon Green-Miller had caught a touchdown. Jay Pearson had a short touchdown run for the Vikings. And Diego also had a 70-yard catcher on. Tamir Hall capped with a 34-yard scamper. And that would be that. So Vikings back to the center finals. And then Sarah Kallig-Laurel. Who would have thunk a hard-fought, just physical, defensive battle? The game's only points came in the third quarter. Amakai Brooks the Trill's five-yard touchdown. A failed PT kept it 6-0. And the Eagles' defense absolutely dominating, proving me hard, hardcore wrong again. As fourth quarter, Laurel had, had, a, had a chance. As In the final two and a half minutes, DeRosa and Luke McCoy lead the Spartans all the way down. Inside Sarah's 15 yard, I'm sorry, inside Sarah's 10 yard line, but the Eagle defense holds and on fourth and goal. Drosa gets sacked as the clock expires, so the Eagles soar into the semis, 6 0 the final. So talk about hard fought game there. And the 1A quarterfinals, we'll save the, we'll save the big surprise for last as Canavan takes care of Shenango 42 to 14. It was as 
It was 21-7 after one. The Crusaders never looked back. Xavier Nelson took the opening kickback 80 yards for a touchdown. The Wildcats responded nicely with C.J. Miller's two-yard plunge. His shoulder was Jason Cross, ran him through for a touchdown as the Salax was the, the recipient of a 34-yard catch and run. And in the second quarter, Lax had an 80-yard pick six, the ki- pick six. The Kyans took the win out of Shenango's sales. And then in the third quarter, Cross had a 33-yard keeper to put the game away. And then Mercy Will was put in effect early fourth and Jay and towards a 20-yard run. Shenango scored late, but it didn't matter. Crusaders cruise. Rochester shuts down Springdale 27-7. As 13 unanswered in the fourth by the Rams put the game out of reach. As Salori ran for two touchdowns. Jerome, Jerome Mullins had an 11-yard touchdown catch, and then Dom Guido's 33-yard pick six iced it. You have Cornell just routing Leechburg 46-18, and the Raider offense was on the dominated. As Raquan Troutman had a heck of a night, I think he had over 200 yards of the ground, as he scored on runs of 28 and 42 yards as his 28-yarder gave the Raiders an early 12-3 lead. And then his 42-yard run in the in the fourth quarter capped off the the big victory, as Timmy Henderson, as he as he paced the Raiders with touchdown runs of four and three hundred yards, he also took the kickback 77 yards to open up the second half. And again, just to set the tone and seal it off, as he also had a little pick six by Cornell. As Leechburg's off just never got going in this game, as they were down 18-3 at the half, and then the opening kick return. Really, just kind of knocked them out of it. As as us as actually, as I take that back, as Henderson, as actually I take that back. As it was not the opening kick return in the second half. I apologize. As, as EJ Dawson scored on a one-yard plunge to open up the second half scoring, Logan Klein had a 49-yard catcher on that cut the deficit to 25-10. But then he hopes O'Connor would dimble and Henderson took the ensuing kick back 77 yards. And then early in the fourth, the pick six iced it. So my apologies there. But again, Cornell timely scoring seals that Cornell wins 46-18. And then last but not least, the Our Lady of the Sacred Heart Chargers upset Claritin on the road 29-15. And the Chargers scored 29 unanswered to do so. As an early safety gave the Bears a 2-0 lead. And the following kickoff, Cam Lewis took it back 70 yards. Making it 8-0 after a failed conversion. The low points is, oh, is I'm sorry, is Greg Lee's five-yard touchdown early in the second made a 15-0 Bears. But then Olsh got going before the half. Ziggy McIntosh had a 38-yard catch run for a touchdown, making it a 15-7. And then when the half turned, it was all Olsh's third quarter, 22 points. Is Nehemia Izim had a 10-yard run. B.G. Vaughn had a 50-yard scoring scamper. And then Azim found Dorian Tatum for a 16-yard touchdown. And then fourth quarter, nobody scored. Shout out to the Charger defense after the early mistakes. The Charger defense shuts out Clareton. And how about Our Lady of the Sacred Heart, 29-15, upsetting the top seed. They move on to the semifinals. So if you like the craziness of pandemonium, she sure as heck got it. Even in the City League case where state playoffs, Class 2A, you you had the regional championship between Districts 5 and 8 to determine... You know, the team getting into, I believe, what is the round of, which I believe is the round of 16 next week. My apologies there. As West Downs beats Winburn 35-34, as the Bulldogs scored 21 fourth-quarter points, and had Winburn miss a 20-some-yard field goal at the buzzer, so the Bulldogs 
move on, and they'll be in the round of 16 in the 2A bracket. And I believe they face Farrell, who claimed the D10 title. As Keyshawn Marcel powered Westinghouse, as he, as he runs for four touchdowns, Malik Harris had the other one. So the Bulldogs move on. And to clarify... Yeah. They'll be facing Farrell. And then, all, and then other news really quick. State playoff news in 6A. Butler loses the District 10 6A title to McDowell. I believe that final was 41. It was 40-21 to 21 or something like that. As, as McDowell pulled away in the fourth quarter. And then Class 4A, the, the regional championship in District 6, 8, and 9. As in 4A, University Prep loses in overtime 8-0 to to Juanita. So U Prep's eliminated for the state playoffs, and Juanita moves on, knocking them out. As, as of course, that'll be your second round of 16 game and all that stuff. As just to clarify state playoffs, it's full force this year as... The Whip Eagle champs in classes 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A, they will enter straight into the state semifinal the first weekend in December, where then the winner of that goes on to Hershey for a state for the state championship. Of course, the class 6A Whip Eagle champ, which is decided this upcoming week, they will enter the state playoffs in the quarterfinal round. So Thanksgiving weekend, where we have the five Whip Eagle title games in Hines, you'd have the 6A state quarterfinals featuring Whip Eagle champion. And, of course, then for all six classes, the state semifinals that first weekend in December. And, of course, you'll have six state title games across three days at Hershey. That's the second weekend in December. So, that's to clarify. As City League, two teams left. As of course, Westinghouse into the round of 16 in the two-way state playoffs, playing D10 champion Farrell. Well, then, on the flip side of things, you have the city, the city champs who are 6A class. Alder Dice, they now return to action as they will face McDowell in the round of 16 next week. But then, of course, the winner of that, and then the winner of that will face the Whitfield champ on Thanksgiving weekend in the state quarterfinal. Of course, if Westinghouse wins, they'll go to the, t- the two A state quarterfinals, which will be against some team. And, you know, which I'm not sure how the bracket breaks off, but it'll be some team in one of the other PA districts, as, of course, the Whitfield will be finishing its, you know, its own playoffs, which is in my opinion, more important than the states, but that's just me, but other shit I paint too, but that's that. So, and now we have our style leaders from the Whip Eagle playoffs. Week number two of playoffs is quarterfinals, very classic, with the exception of the 6A semis. Here we go. Rushing reformers. Ian Syme finished with 244 yards for Aberworth. Malik Harris, 162 for Westinghouse. Alex Texel, 158 for Malibo. Katie Akamelli, 140 for Penn Trafford. Quinn and Martin, 126 for Bell Vernon. Bobby Boyd, 125 for McKeesport. Julian Duggar, 117 for Penn Hills. Joe Lesky, 110 for TJ. Jason Cross, 106 for Canavan. Robbie Labuda, 101 for Mount Pleasant. Carter Green, 101 for Penn Trafford. Elias Lindicott, 101 for TJ. Top passers. Starrocks, Josh Jenkins, 411 yards. KOs, Nick Buckley, 333 yards. Brad Birch, a gateway, 321 yards. K. and Olson of Armstrong, 279 yards. North Cadillac String Press at 269. Sam Miller of Peters at 259. Marcelo at 248 for Westinghouse. Deontay Williams at 200 for Woody High. Chris Hood, 196 for Newcastle. Ryan Palmieri, 168 for Pine Richland. Devin Winlock, 145 for Bell Vernon. Payne and Wainer, 131 for Central Catholic. Tyler McGowan, 125 for Moon. 
Sean O'Shea, 120 percent of Valley. And Caleb Reese, one alone from Keysport. And then the top receivers, Peters Township's Bryce Thompson, 11 grabs and 153 yards. Owen Minford, 9 catches, 134 yards for Keystone Oaks. Brandon Ross, 8 grabs, 54 in Seneca Valley. Alex Goki, 7 for 78 for Pine Richland. Zay Davis, 6 catches, 181 yards for Star Rocks. Daniel Long, 6 grabs, 90 yards for North Catholic. As Armstrong had 2 guys have 6 catches. Isaiah Brown, 50 yards. Sean Yancey, 40 yards. Jaquan Reynolds, 6 catches, 27 yards for Gateway. Drayvon Miller-Ross, 5 grabs, 139 for Star Rocks. Mike Wells, 5 for 104 for Newcastle. Canavans, let's say, Lax had 5 for 97. Alex Semarin had 5 for 79 for KO. Patrick Body, 4 grabs, 172 yards for Gateway. John Edmondson, 4 grabs, 127 yards for 40 high. John Eudis, 4 for 101 for Springdale. Ben Bladel, 4 for 61 for Moon. Dallas Harper, 4 for 60 for Gateway. Brandon Jones, 4 for 51 for 40 high. Luke Lawson, 4 for 35 for Sanka Valley. And such a Alex Brandon Jackson, 4 for 21 yards. So that's a wrap, guys. As of course, semifinal action for all five classes in the Whippeal will be in neutral sites Friday night. And then, of course, the Whippeal 6A Championship Saturday night, 7 o'clock kick at Norwood High School between Mount Lebanon and Central Catholic. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. As we'll talk later this week to break down all the playoff action is it's title time in across the Whippeal. So if you guys enjoyed this, we'll talk later in the week. Of course, check us out. Cover3athletics.wixsite.com slash WestPA. That's cover the number three in the address bar. Find Cover3athletics on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram for more. As well as our brother blog, Brentero's World of Sports, where you can find player featurettes, spotlights, interviews, and everything. Check out our website, as you'll see the anchor logo for this for all of our podcasts, including this one. You can have direct links to all of our stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll talk at soon to break down all the summer final in the 6A championship action across the Whippy Hole as it's playoff season football western PA what more do you like I mean you even had some snow on this Sunday so we'll talk to you guys later this week enjoy <laughs>